Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson, president of Unpacking It Ministries. We've got a fun one for you today. We're asking the question, does God care who wins? What a question. You've thought about it, I'm sure. But what you'll find is, as we discuss that question, it actually relates to many other questions that, that we ask that, that just fall under that, that mindset and that type of thinking in how we view God, how we view ourselves, and really what it comes down to is what does God care about, what do we care about, and when do those things meet in the middle? And, and so it, it's a fascinating discussion. I, I loved reading the book, and then being able to talk with Bob Schindler. So we're going to get to that in just a moment. Do want to encourage you to check out our email devotional. It's called Unpack This. We take a current sports story related to the Bible, and we send it out through email each day. You can also read it on our website, unpackingit.com. But sign up on unpackingit.com for free. And uh, we really appreciate you uh, responding and, and all the encouragement that we get from that devotional if you're already a subscriber. So thank you. And if you're not yet, we hope that you'll join us. Uh, also, stick around at the end of the interview. Uh, I'll give a few more thoughts. But are you ready to ask and answer the question, does God care who wins? Here we go. Our guest today was a former collegiate and professional golfer and pastor. He is now the director of Seed Partners and Initiative of Seed Sports. He works with and trains sports ministers and coaches in the U.S. and around the world. He has written a book called, Does God Care Who Wins? Your answer is more important than you think. After wrestling with it for over 30 years, Bob Schindler provides great insight and perspective on the arguments surrounding that question. I'm pleased to welcome my friend and mentor on Unpacking It today. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Oh, Bryce, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be on on with you today. All right. Well, we're, we're psyched about it. And what a what a great question. And I even read in the introduction where you said, quote, it is a big question that needs unpacking. The issues and answers are more important than you think. And and I, I read it, loved it. And, and, and there's so much depth to this question and all the different directions that you went. And so we're going to have a, a short conversation today, but I think it's going to be very insightful and fun for people. And, and so we'll start with the question, why is it so important to, to wrestle with, does God care who wins? And, and why do you think people want an answer to the question and even need an answer to the question? Well, I think, first of all, it's an important question because it really gets down to what do you think about God Um and how do you relate to what you think about God? And and the reason people need an answer for it is partly because it's being asked a lot in our culture today, even this past Saturday night in Charlotte, North Carolina, where the ACC championship was held, of which uh, Clemson won. And after the game, the interviewer uh, was talking to Dabo Sweeney and said, you know, look, you've overcome so much and lost so much, and now you win. Uh, how did you do that? And Dabo's response was, well, God blessed us. Mm. And um, implying that God was involved in their win. 
to which our culture and uh, heard and to which they respond. So uh, on all different sides of the question. So it's important because it's being asked a lot, particularly in the sports world after athletes and coaches respond that way. But then it's not just important, Bryce, from a theoretical standpoint, it's important from a personal standpoint, particularly if you're an athlete or a coach that puts a lot of importance in that game as it was for me when I, when I was playing professional golf and really was forced to deal with the question after I lost in a playoff in, in tour school and, a very, and shot the low round of the day on the last round and got into a playoff and then lost, got very close and lost. And my question was, God, do you care about this? So it becomes a very personal question when the, when the arena that we're talking about matters to the people that are asking the question. We're talking with Bob Schindler right now on Unpacking It, and the book is called Does God Care Who Wins? And, and so we, we've established it's an important question, but, but what does it reveal about our, our faith and our view of God if we answer that question yes or no? What, what are, and the, the book explores a ton of different reasons, but what are the main reasons that, that kind of bubble up or, or what does it reveal uh, especially? Well, if the answers are, are designed by the question to be one-word answers. It's either yes, no, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, so if, and if people listen to Dabo on, uh, on Saturday night, for instance, Bryce, a lot of them in the in the world, and particularly in the sports world, will write, and they've written, no, God doesn't care. Devil, you're wrong. God doesn't care about our silly games, or our secular games. They'll even say those things. And they imply in saying that that God has things that are more important to worry about than the outcome of the ACC championship. He's got world hunger and sex trafficking and and wars and et cetera, et cetera. And so those are what's important. But the silly games that we play with don't matter to him. So that's the, usually the most common reason that people say no that I run into. And the most common pe- reason that people say yes is, and, uh, and the, they say it in sense that they take from what Dabo said to be, well, God rewards the winners with with winning and he punishes the losers with losing. Hmm. So and let, so if you go ahead, you're well, going to well, ask another question. Well, yeah, well, well I'd like to, to really stay there for a moment that this idea of, of winning and losing and winning equals blessing. And that person is a, a good person or that team is, is filled with, with more Christians than the other team. And, and so continue down that, that thought process, because I, I think a lot of people land there for sure. One of the perfect examples of that would be a BYU athlete several years ago after they beat Utah said it this way, when we're doing what's right on, on and off the field, I think the Lord steps in and plays a part. Magic happens. Hmm. And so – it's important to unpack there what he said when we're doing right on and off the field, God steps in to do, to reward us. Now, so the implication there is the reward for our doing right is winning. The punishment then is losing. Now 
The implication is that the punishment is losing the person on the other team must have been doing wrong on and off the field. Hmm. And so that's the, the implication. And by the way, Bryce, just out of a broad statement, that's the way every other religion in the world thinks God acts. Yeah. He rewards the people that do right and punishes the people that do wrong. And so this is built, this mindset is built into the fabric of the way people talk about God all over the world, outside of Christianity. And so it's very much inbred in us. It's very much thought about, and it filters into then the way even Christian athletes and coaches can think about God without necessarily realizing it. We're talking with Bob Schindler. He wrote the book, Does God Care Who Wins? And, and so we're kind of laying the foundation, and, and we'll, we'll hear what, what Bob's answer is. But, but the book really does a great job of going in-depth on a lot of different topics that surround this question. But, but you've already mentioned the, this concept of, of secular versus sacred and how we, we separate things in life that, that God cares about this, God doesn't care about that. And, and so what are the the implications of us doing that and and then how does that uh, again go along with with the the importance of this question yeah recent uh recent um research says that over 90 percent of of people in the united states would say no god doesn't care who wins and even if you're a christian it's over 80 percent so the vast majority of people today think the answer is no Mm. The, 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 the dilemma with that is you end up with two buckets, one bucket that is the God cares bucket and one bucket that's the God doesn't care bucket. And so even as I was talking about the people that said before, God cares about the impoverished of the world, God cares about sex trafficking, but he doesn't care about games. My question to those people is how did you decide what goes in the God cares bucket and what doesn't? Mm. And if you begin to un- and think through that, unpack that, as I know we both share a, a mutual love for that word, <laughs> if you begin to unpack that idea, you go, well, what, what about my life goes in the God cares bucket and doesn't go in the God doesn't and goes or doesn't go in the God care, doesn't care bucket? How do, and how do I know which one goes and what? And, and deep in our hearts, we all wonder, well, do I? go in the God cares bucket. Mm. Philip Yancey, author of Disappointment with God and uh, What's So Amazing About Grace and several other great books, says it this way. He says, everybody walks around with three core questions. Mm. The first one is, do I matter to God? Second is, does he care? Mm. This is deeply in all of us. Do I care? Do, does my life matter? And so if my games don't matter, if I put that in the God doesn't care bucket, what else doesn't matter about my life? Do my kids, do my family, does my job? And I found for the most part, most men that I talk to think that outside of the money that they make or the relationship that they build, the job that they do themselves doesn't matter. And so they take what they primarily do in life then, and that totally disconnects from anything that matters to God. So they think their life is really basically, or their job really doesn't mean much. Mm. Well, that, that's pretty significant then because it better mean something to them. This is, this is where it really gets down to, because if God doesn't care about my job or my sports and I do, 
then then that draws me not toward a God who cares, but pushes me away from him thinking he doesn't. And I'm and I instead of moving in closer relationship, I end up setting these over th- these things over here that don't matter to him and my heart away from him. Mm. Now, there's a real problem with that in sports, Bryce, because in sports or in life in general, what we tend to do then is if we think those things in the God doesn't care bucket, we if we think those things are there, then we can do whatever we want to with them then. We don't, if they don't matter to God, then we can do whatever we want. And, and so in sports, we say things like, well, I'm just leaving God on the bench and I can play however I want to play because mm. I want to win. Or in business, if God doesn't care about my job, then I can, then I can do whatever I want to in my business. And this, this is this secular, sacred, God doesn't care, God does care uh, dichotomy that ends up really corrupting the things that are in the God care, doesn't care bucket. Mm. Wow. It's a lot to think about. Bob Schindler, our guest right now, his book is called Does God Care Who Wins? And it's just a, a great question to to consider today. And, and, and just like he was saying, how it relates to our own lives, even beyond sports. But but along the same lines where you, where you just said how uh, some players or, or you know coaches would say, hey, we leave God on the bench and, and sports are sports and you know religion is religion and we, we don't mix the, the two. Then we've got the other side of things, which you were talking about with, with Dabo Sweeney and, and other Christian players and coaches that, that very much involve God into the conversation of the outcome of a game. So if we hear him in a post-game interview, they, they bring up appreciation to God. God helped us win. So, so how do we kind of navigate between these two concepts and, and even going beyond does God care, does he actually affect the outcome and does and is that question important to to consider as well that the care versus does he control the outcome or affect the outcome and i think that's a great question bryce i really do and and that's why i think this is this is a very important question because it really gets down to what do we think about god and what role does he have in the world today yeah uh, and how much involvement does he have and, and my answer to that is every time we pray, every time we're asking God to do something, whether it's for our family, whether it's for our job, whether it's for our health, and, and particularly when we're asking him to do something specific, when we're in deep need, we're asking God to, to step into this world and change the direction of this world that we think it's going in, mm-hmm. whatever that is. That's the very nature of prayer. The very heart of prayer is to say, God, this is going in one direction, and we plead with you to change that direction, whether, again, that's the health, whether that's marriage, whether that a our, our broken marriage, whether that's a, a, a child that's going astray, or whether it's the future of my business that seems to be struggling. Anytime we pray, we're asking God to be involved. Mm. Now, we, if that's the guttural, inherent response that we have to need, then the reason it's important is because we want to know if God's going to actually answer our prayers. Mm. We want to know if there's really any value to doing that. And the Bible assures us all over the place that, it, it, that he does listen to our prayers and that he does interact in our world, not necessarily 
all the ways that we want him to, but it's not because he doesn't want to or doesn't care or can't be involved. If, yep. if you, and so it, that means that, sure, we hope that he is. If we, if we didn't hope that he is, then we would never even pray. Mm. So that, that it, now, to, to take it a step further, we would say, well, should we pray to win? Mm. And I say to coaches, do you want to win? Or players, do you want to win? Then you ought to pray about it. Hmm. Now, absolutely you should pray. Because, again, if you think you shouldn't pray to win, what do you do with your your desire to win? You either then suppress it, you try to get rid of it, which I I've talked, I was talking to an athlete recently, uh, and they, they just feel bad about winning because they think they shouldn't be winning. Huh. They shouldn't want to win. That, because as a Christian, they thought they shouldn't want to win. I said, why do you think you shouldn't want to win? And we got into a big discussion because he thought God didn't care who won. Wow. It's back to the same thing. So well, what if what if God has a passion for the game that far exceeds mine? And that's what I discovered. Yeah. Actually, Bryce. That that's what I that was what revolutionized my whole pursuit in this question. Because I discovered that God has a deeper desire for the winning and losing of the game than I ever would. But it's not for the same reasons I have the the desire to win and lose. Well, let's let's go there because of course the the question is does God care who wins? And and you do a chapter about how you don't like the answer no, and then you don't like the answer yes, but you like the the qualified yes. So so give us a little bit more more insight yeah. into that that revelation. Yeah, and so. My answer is yes, he cares, but for very different reasons than we care. Mm. He cares with regard to the way that winning and losing accomplishes his will on earth. The thing that Jesus taught us to pray, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's a request. Mm. So we're following Jesus' example when we're praying for that. We're praying, God, would you would... Yeah, we want to win, but we want more than anything your will in this situation. And you have a passion for your will that far exceeds my passion to win this game. And then the issue becomes, can I resolve my passion to win versus my passion for the will of God? Wow. Because sometimes those are actually in contrast. Because my passion to win is really, when I bore down into it, is really comes from a passion for my own glory, yep. a passion for me. It's about me. But when I wrestled with that and, and taught and, and recognized it wasn't that my passion was wrong. It was what was the object of my passion. So I didn't have to suppress my passion. I didn't have to kill it. I didn't have to set it or I didn't have to act like it, it had, didn't have anything to do with God. I could actually connect with God on it and look to him to redirect the object of it from me to him. Mm. And that totally changed my life, Bryce. It changed the whole way I approached competition. It changed the way I approached my golf. It changed the way I approached my pursuit of, of God and all the things of my life, Mm. because now it wasn't me trying to get rid of my passion. because as you can tell, when I'm on the call and you and I've been together, I'm a passionate person. Oh yeah, I, I have a, a lot of desire. Now it's just no, Bob. Understand you. 
just redirect that toward me and my will. And now you're tracking Bob with me. You're not, you're not opposed to me or not separate from me. You're tracking with me. And that's been an incredible process to watch him do that in my life. That That's awesome. And, and, and it is very powerful when, when we recognize that. And, and even in, in reading the book, the, the, the concept of our glory versus his glory and, and recognizing that, that all things can reflect God's glory and can be used for his glory and, and his will. And we actually find our joy in his glory and glorifying him is when we find our truest joy. That's why we go back to sports and, and think about, you know, teams that win or coaches or players that win one win is never enough. They always want to win more because if it's just for their glory, then it's, then it's not satisfying. And so I I guess just to, to kind of wrap things up and, and to, to land it on, on this concept, for me, it's the most powerful. And I think it's the, the, the purpose of the book is, is this glory concept. Maybe just give us kind of that final charge uh, to, to live in, in view of that. Well, I would encourage you just those of you are listening to this today to just take this, what's often used, uh, religious term, the glory of God, and really try to figure out what that means, as Bryce would say, unpack it, because I find most guys don't really understand what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's it's one of the most compelling concepts you'll ever you'll ever um, examine. And you'll find that that the deepest desires of your heart are for this glory. And the question is then are you gonna se- are you gonna settle for the ways you pursue that through your games or your job or your recreation, are you going to, are you going to settle for what CS Lewis called mud pies in the slums? Or will you rather um, pursue the greatest glory that or the greatest satisfaction that your heart will ever find? And that is in the glory of God. So this was the quote I believe with this charge. God does not find our desires too strong, but too weak. We're half-hearted people fooling around with sex, ambition, and alcohol, and I would add to that sports, when infinite joy is offered to us. Mm. We are like children in the slums playing with mud pies when a vacation by the sea is being offered to us. We are just far too easily pleased. Mm. And so the book was written in hope to redirect our hearts and our eyes to a great and magnificent God who's offering us a much, much greater satisfaction through our sports, not in absence of our sports, but through our sports and, and invites us through those sports, these things that do matter to him to find the greatest joy that we can in them. Man, it's awesome. And to think that, that winning and losing and injuries and healthy play can all factor into God's glory and, and our changing and, and, and the, the, the growth that can happen in our own lives and, and the joy that we can even find through all of those different circumstances. I think it gives us a lot of freedom and, and, and man, we can actually look at sports as a fan, uh, which is what the, the perspective we focus on it, unpacking it, mm-hmm. but, but also yeah, absolutely also as, as athletes to say, man, there is more here and there is value in sports. We just got to we gotta find it and, and shift our, our mindset. So it's a wonderful message. It's a wonderful book. Encourage everybody to check it out. Does God Care Who Wins? Bob Schindler, thank you so much for being with us today on Unpacking It. Great talking with you. Thanks again, Bryce. Really appreciate him being a part of Unpacking It today. 
And, and check out the website, DoesGodCareWhoWins.com, and you can find out more there. Wow, what a powerful topic and conversation, and I hope that you really got a lot out of that. I, I hope that you were inspired, and, and you, you maybe your mind has been challenged, your heart has been challenged a little bit. I, I know for me, it, it's still something that I just want to continue to process and, and unpack. And, you know, of course, from the sports perspective, it's, it's great and we love it as fans to think about okay this guy care about sports and 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 winning and losing and all that sort of thing but but beyond that what does this mean for our own lives and what does it mean that that God's glory is more important than my own and and how do I live in view of that and so there's just so much there and I'd love to know what you thought about that interview shoot me an email bryce at unpackingit.com what was your big takeaway Bryce at unpackingit.com. And so if you've never emailed in response to the podcast, this is the time because I'm just very curious to know what you thought uh, about this topic and, and any other questions that maybe came up from from the conversation. So Bryce at unpackingit.com. And there are so many takeaways. And so it's hard for me to I don't want to re- repeat the whole interview, uh, but just a couple things that jumped out to me that, that I just want to hit home one more time maybe is the the concept that we've got this this passion for sports and, and I know throughout my entire life there there's always been this passion to win and, and passion to compete and uh, a passion to never miss a game and all that sort of thing but what's very convicting is does that passion supersede or is that passion greater than my passion for God and God's will. And that's that's tough to think about because am I really more passionate about making it home to watch the 1 o'clock NFL game or am I more passionate to serve God, love God, pursue God, spend time with God, get to church on time, worship Him, fellowship with other believers, and in and, and, and doing so, doing His will and, and bringing Him glory and so that's 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 hard to wrestle with uh but but we've got to look into our hearts and and figure out okay is my passion for god greater than you know this this concept of whether i win or lose whether i get the job or i don't get the job whether i have a lot of money or don't have a lot of money or i get to watch the game or i don't get to watch the game i'm more passionate about god's will and and so that's that's a lot to think about the other thing is that, that I thought was interesting. What is the object of my passion? And, and so if my passion is to be successful, to make more money, to be well-known, well, that's the focus on me. So my passion is about me. It's about my name being great. It's about my bank account being great. Or is my the object of my passion God? And so I'm, I'm passionate about pointing people toward him. I'm passionate about loving him. I'm passionate about being successful for him. I'm passionate about winning for him so that it, so that it, it brings him glory and that people can see him shining through me, um, and, you know, competing for him. So, so all those things, it's just, it's shifting that, that object away from me toward him. And so each of us have to, to understand that and figure out which areas of our life it's the most difficult that we we need to evaluate, we need to surrender and let go uh, in those those areas. Um, and 
and just being able to redirect those desires and passions toward him. So I I don't want to lose my passion for sports and sports fans, but to be able to say, okay, how how can I take my passion for sports, which we've been able to do with, with unpacking it, let's use and leverage that passion, but point people toward Jesus. So there's still the passion. I still have the passion for sports, but I'm using it for God's glory so that we can be sports fans following Jesus together and bringing God glory together. And, and we can share with each other and, and, and unpack what this all means together and learn from each other and all that sort of thing. And, and so I, I think that's, what, that's what's at the core of, of each of our lives is can I redirect my, my desire to, to you know, succeed at my job or succeed as a as a dad, but ultimately, or as a husband, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. That 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 our strongest passion is about him. That that is where the the most passion lies, and all of our other passions flow toward that, toward him, toward bringing him glory. So uh, again, it's a lot to process. It's a lot to think about, and so I'm just uh, kind of re- rehashing it a little bit for us. And so I hope it's encur- an encouragement to you. Um, and then the one final thought is just this idea of does he care about certain things in life? And I think there's two sides to it because on one end, I think we have to rest in knowing how much he loves us and cares about us individually. And he does care about our concerns and worries, and he wants us to give those things to him. But I think as we mature and grow, we just begin to realize that there are certain things that that ultimately we, we don't need to care as much about anymore because we care too much about what people think. We care too much about money. We care too much about popularity, you know, whatever, whatever it is in, in each of our lives that we just care too much about. And so I don't think the, those are the things that that God does care about, you know, that that they they just ultimately don't really matter, and this goes back to that whole conversation with Bob. What goes into each category? But I think what's so important is that as we read the Bible, we understand what's most important, what has eternal value, and so those are the things that we we begin to care about. So even in sports, it's what is the eternal value that's found in sports? Well, it's the the development of character and our faith our dependence on him, understanding that our strength and our gifts and our talents come from him. And, and so it goes back to that. But I do think there's this, this element that we have to understand where, yeah, there's certain things we don't need to care about anymore. Like, why am I going to get so wrapped up in worrying about things that ultimately just don't, don't matter in the scheme of things and we lose too much sleep or get too anxious and worried and bent out of shape about things that, that we can just let go of trust God that he'll work out the details and move forward and, 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 and then experience all that God has for us because there is so much more. Um, so hopefully that makes sense. Just that, that differentiation between, you know, of course he cares and loves and, and wants to be a part of our lives and a part of the details. And, and I believe all that we just have to understand some of the things that, that we got to stop getting, getting so bent out of shape about. So uh, let me know your thoughts. Bryce at unpackingit.com. Bryce at unpackingit.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we'll talk to you soon right here on the Unpacking It podcast.